a proximal to distal, I would put my thumb in the late representation. Morning. Greetings. I also have a hand wrist question. Sweet. Um, so I've, I've been playing around with trying to create like a an early mobilization for the hand. Um, with you. So I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it would be. I've been trying, my question is kind of, um, I, I was trying to do it myself and I feel like the angle I was doing things at was sending the wave like way laterally. Um, you were getting a deviation of the hand? Yeah, I, well, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what I was doing, um, but it, it was not, it was not right. Uh -huh. um, so what, I, I was what hoping- do you, what do you what is the intention? Like, what are you trying to achieve? So, I mean, it would just be like the same thing you would do with an early, like a, like a cuboid whip or something like that, where you- I'm with, I'm with you, but like, like, do, do you have an intention? I'm, I'm just thinking like, like sequence of events here, just to put everything together. Um, to try and get an early representation through the thorax. Okay. Like, so you're, you're trying to get a proximal change through the extremity. Yes. Okay. That, that's, that's where I was going. Okay. Awesome. So I'm having a little bit of trouble setting it up. Um, my my imp general impression is that it would it would be something along the lines of like this position um, of the hand, and you'd be trying to set that up. I feel like when I was doing it, I was placing it's that. Okay, so I was I was placing too much of an emphasis, I think, on like bringing the thumb into ER. So it's this. So um, I don't know if you'll be able to see this. Line up your thumb in front of you like this. Okay. And then what I want you to do is move the thumb away from your hand. So what, which one is that? Is that by traditional? I don't even remember these things. I think that's extension and that's abduction. I could be wrong. Anyway, move it like that. Okay, but what I want you to do is I want you to look at the <clears throat> metacarpal phalangeal joint, mm -hmm. and I want you to I want you to move it away from your palm. Okay, and I want you to really slowly, and I want you to watch the I want you to watch the the uh, the first metacarpal there. You can see it turn, and then it's going to reach a point where everything stops. The thumb will keep going, and then the metacarpal actually goes in the opposite direction. You see it. So, so I'm just doing this. Yeah, it, it turns. Like, like you'll see, you'll see, you'll see the the thumb stays in alignment, and then you go a little bit further, and then then it actually twists in the opposite direction because this is going to turn all by itself. You see it? It's like it's like watching the tibia turn yeah. on, a, on a knee. It almost okay. it turns toward me a little bit initially, and then away. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's the excursion that you actually have to work in. Right. Yeah. Okay. With this being the early representation. Okay. Okay. All right. So to get a a uh, a proximal to distal, I would put my thumb in the late representation for IR. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're trying to get an early ER, so you're going to be there. So I, I would be in that initial phase of 
some movement. Yes. Okay, I think I was going past that. Well, what you might have been doing is you, is you, you created too much of a constraint. So you got like a distal change here, but you didn't get the proximal representation to, to propagate. I, yeah, that, that's certainly possible too. I was so definitely- When we do a up. leg pull, when I do a prone leg pull, mm -hmm. get the could get the femoral ER shape. Mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want the stimulus to go past the pelvis, right? So, yeah. I to put it, so I put it in a late representation of ER, right? Makes That's sense? why they're on their stomach. Yes. So if I go back to here, if I go back into that representation of ER, right? I'm, I'm going to create a limitation in how far that's going to propagate, right? Okay. Yeah. So if I, if I pull the pinky in as I do that, am I... Like is that no this. longer sorry? You're doing this. Yeah, I mean, like, because that's my representation of an ER position. But is that that's not what you showed me as like this early position? No, it'd be there. Yeah. So if I tried to do that, would I be essentially excessively excessively compressing it into late? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's just like you just have to identify what you're trying to achieve here. That would be that, it's essentially like I would be um, like cranking the calcaneus too much into ER. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, not a bad thing if that's what you're trying to produce, right? Yeah. Now, depending on how far you want it to go from the hand proximally, then you have to create the orientation from thumb, wrist forearm, elbow, humerus, shoulder, right? Because right. if, if you have too many bends in there, so if you try, if you're, if, if you got a bend in your elbow, what's going to happen at the elbow? So if I do something down here and I got a bend in the elbow, what happens? It stops there. It, it, it just, it just dissipates, right? Because, yeah. because I have too much relative motion here. So the, the energy is going to go towards the elbow and it just spreads out too much. Maybe you do get some proximal change, but it's probably not going to be the big bang that you're looking for. So if I want to send it all the way through to the axial skeleton, I could just have them like lie on their back and cradle their arm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or just grab them by the thumb and pull. Okay. Okay. So picture this, right? Take a string and attach it to the tip of their thumb. Okay. And then run the string along the radius, around the humerus, and to the shoulder. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, if you pull on the thumb, the string has to get longer in that direction, does it not? Definitely. And then you'll see the twist in the string occur at the exact same time. Right. Okay. So I started them in an E-yard position and then I pull on the thumb and what is the pulling on the thumb going to do? It's going to E-R it more. That would be out here. Which, Where am I pulling on the thumb? Oh, pulling it like. I'm going to pull it this way. It's going to superimpose I-R from E-R. Yeah. 
going to start to turn it inward. It's not huge. It's not a huge change because it's not, you're not loading it into the ground like you would, like you're not going to see this gigantic delay, but you're going to get both. So in, in that situation, if I were to take some and I was to pull it biased toward ER. If you twist them out this way, you're going to get a heck of a lot of ER and not much IR. Yeah, and that's probably not what I want. Well, I don't, again, it's like, you need to have both options available to yeah. you. It depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. Okay. But I, I could, I can conceivably just do like almost like an, an, an a screwdriver. Uh, Greg Robbins, come on the call. Greg Robbins, would you tell Alex which arm bar that he wants to do, please? He wants uh, a impose ir on the er he wants an early he wants an early representation of the extremity accounting for thumb position does he want the maximum represent hang on boss does he want the maximum representation of er or does he want to superimpose more ir Maximum representation of ER. Which would be what? An open hand arm bar with um, an inhale uh -huh. and ex inhale and ER into the arm bar roll. Okay. How far is he going to roll? Past midline or stay in midline? For maximum ER. Maximum ER. Past the midline. Okay. Yes. So this is a role where they're going to start to, they're going to be facing the ground. Okay. For maximum, that's maximum ER. If I want to superimpose IR on that, then what do I do? Then I would switch it to a bottoms up kettlebell arm bar, but execute it the same way. Exactly. So Alex, you set them up, you create the ER representation first, you get the maximum amount of ER that goes into the system, and then literally flip it to a bottoms up kettlebell, and you're going to get the superimposition of IR that's going to propagate upward. So you're getting the superimposition of IR by get, basically getting the thumb to curl around the grip. Yeah. So in that example, you said I was facing the ground first. So you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna roll... It's like if you were on your side, you have to roll farther towards away from the kettlebell to get the to get the maximum ER grip. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And then by 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 going bottoms up, I I maintain the 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 proximal representation of ER, but then I have to grip it to start to superimpose more IR on it. You see it? Yeah. There you go. So by by gripping a lot, you're kind of just heading toward the early position of superimposition of IR. There you go. So I, I've also seen you just cradle uh -huh. stuff. Uh -huh. And so that's that's the early position with minimal tension. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. There's like like it's 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 sort of like this graded representation of how much IR you're superimposing. Uh okay. yep. Are you wrestling like this way? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's like, it's like the harder I grip it, the more first met head I get down. Does that make sense? It's like if, if I, 
So if I do this, right, the, amount, the superimposition of IR is less. If I grip it and I squeeze, I'm putting more pressure on the first metatarsal head. Mm -hmm. I'm not misspeaking. I know it's metacarpal, but I'm making a point that this is a foot. Okay. So I grip that and I start to superimpose more IR on it. Okay. okay. See it? Cool, yeah. Yeah. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I have neuro coffee in hand and it is perfect. Regards, sir. Greetings. So I have an anterior knee pain scenario is what I believe to be same symptoms with a bit different presentations. So I have a narrow ISA towards end game, zero left hip IR, five degrees right uh, ER, uh, right. So zero left hip IR and five degrees right IR. Yep. Okay. 50 plus with ER on both degrees. Yeah. Uh -huh. So degrees straight leg raise and uh, presents with left anterior knee pain. Uh -huh. So my thought process with this is that end game uh -huh. at oblique turn, which gave more left ER and then distal femur IR proximal tibia ER and then systemic ER demand. So we end up having a stiff tendon pulled into perpetual yield. One more. So this is a left knee. Mm -hmm. In what position is the pain reproduced? Um, standing, bending the knee, like hip uh, flexing the knee. So any, any bend of the knee? Yeah, he, he cannot, uh, first when I saw him, he couldn't bend his knee past 90 degrees. Okay, because it, it hurt. Mm. Okay. Anteriorly. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so so hang on, boss. <clears throat> you have symmetrical hip ER measures? Uh, they, the, they're dirty. That's what I think. Oh, they're, they're of course they're dirty. I, I'm, I'm going to make that yeah, point here. Are, Just are. give me a second. Yeah. I, know, I know you know the answer. Okay. okay. I just want to talk through it. Okay. All right. So uh, this is kind of like Jake's question uh, a little bit, right? How on earth can you get somebody with no IR, essentially, and mm -hmm. 50 degrees of hip ER on both sides? How is that even possible? So let's think about how far forward they are. Okay. How much ER should be available with a pelvis that is that anteriorly oriented and a center of gravity that is that far forward? Zero. Yeah. I mean, it's like almost nothing, right? Okay. How do I get under the circumstance? Should I, if, if they're that far forward, so if I have, like, like, I'm, we're just going to say we're going to zero out the IRs for the sake of argument, okay? So zero out the IR. That means the center of gravity is about as far forward as it, as it can possibly go. In a narrow ISA, um, how much right hip ER would you expect under the circumstance? 20, 25? Like, yeah, it's, it's almost nothing, right? Like, again, so almost nothing, but you got 50. Okay? Mm. Okay? All right. What would be the spine position that would allow me to get that 50? Flexed. Lumber, okay. lumber. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with, I'm, I, I understand what you mean. 
Yeah, it's but it so 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 it's an ER representation of yes. the spine. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. How on earth could you then get the same measure on the other side? I'm I'm not, I'm asking a question now. How how would you do that? Uh, how how would I get it on the left or on the right? On the left. Just orienting the femur outwards. Mm. Mm. I I will offer you this that, that you're probably getting a little bit of a change in the femur without question, right? That that's going to contribute. It's going to contribute. Okay. All right. So, so let's take this. the left even further. Go ahead, say again. Am I pushing the left even further? When you say pushing the left even further, left what? The left uh, hip. So am I pushing it even further to get it? Like, am I getting um, this extended spine representation on the left more? So it's being shoved forward? That's how I'm getting my ER on the it's, left. It's forward, right? But you can't get an ER measure if the spine is 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 uh ir I, I mean it has to it has to move for you to get the er right case point here's what i want you to do mm -hmm. square yourself up square yourself up on the camera please okay all right now keep your shoulders you don't have you don't even have to change anything uh from the camera perspective keep your shoulders facing forward okay and then what I want you to do is turn your pelvis so it's facing the right. No, don't move anything else, boss. Like literally pick your butt up, point it that way, and then bring your shoulders back to square. There you go. So the right side of the spine is already oriented into ER. It doesn't have to move for you to get the big ER measure on the right-hand side. When you're moving the left hip, now the pelvis is going to roll towards you and it's going to bend the spine back towards you. Okay. You see it? So I'm on the right now. To, I'm going to be pulled on the left, to the left. Yeah. That's the spine. Okay, so the spine is actually so if this is straight ahead, my my nose is still going in this direction, my spine is now facing this direction. This has to ER more, this is going to IR more in a turn. You understand? So if, if the spine is already pointing this way, much easier for me to capture ER. Now, Here's the other thing that you got to recognize is I got a hip that is now more oriented into ER on the right side. It's going to magnify the ER measure because I shouldn't have relative motions. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I got an orientation of the spine. I got an orientation of the femur that magnifies the ER on this side. When I measure you on the left side, so if you were to lay on a table flat on your back, in the seated position that I just had you in and you laid back on the table. Can you appreciate the fact that there's two options? I lay on the table, my right side touches the table and my left side never gets to the table. Or 
I lay on the table, my right side hits, my left side falls back, and then that magnifies my ER measure in this direction because I just twisted the spine back in the other direction. You see it? Mm -hmm. So when you, get, when you get a whole bunch of ER in this situation, chances are on the right side, you've got a mess of orientation that's creating the ER representation. It's not relative motion in the hip, okay? On the left side, if I have a massive ER deficit, I have a spine that's facing the right, but didn't fall back to the table, okay? You're usually gonna have a magnified IR on the left hip and a deficit in ER in the left hip under that circumstance, okay? If I have a, still have a massive deficit of IR, but a big ER that I shouldn't have, that's the spine rolling back towards you as you take the measure. You understand? So which one do you think you got, boss? Uh, the second one? I think so too. Okay. So you got a left knee problem. What do you gotta do first? Or restore relative motions. Okay, that that's a nice that's a nice catch-all answer, which I appreciate. But don't sucker me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I actually did something, and we saw. Hey, hang on, hang on. Let me let me let me let me let me target you. Do you have a left side problem first, or right side first? It was a scared answer. <laughs> do you have a left side problem first because it hurts on that side or do you have a right side problem first because if I don't get the right side to do something, I can't do anything on the left side? Hmm. Answer my question. I, I'm, I'm throwing this out at you. I'm giving you, I'm, I'm tossing you a softball. It's underhand uh, pitch. It's like. So I push him on the, on the right first. Well, you need, you need to, you need to recapture the right side position first because you've got a lot of movement to bring back. You got to like, you got to bring them back towards, towards the center first. Right? So how do you do that? Well, I got to recapture my right side contact so I can start to move the center of gravity from right to left, because if the center of gravity stays over towards the right, good luck trying to fix the left-hand side. You see it? It's like, I don't have the capacity to capture the left side representation. He's cheating to do it. He's telling me, he's like, he's like, I'm way over here. I'm way over here. If you want to go, want me to go over here, ah, I can get over there, but I'm going to cheat. Mm. Right? Take away his reason for cheating. You understand? Mm -hmm. So, so I restore the if I'm having. So I restore the right hip IR. Because, uh, hang on. So, do you have normal right hip ER? Uh, no. Orientation. No. no. So here's what might happen. Mm -hmm. You do something great. Okay. You start to capture a right hip IR and you see a drop off in the ER. Don't panic. Mm -hmm. Don't panic because he never had real ER to begin with. As you, as you said yourself, that test is dirty, right? It's hiding. It's hiding the fact that you don't have relative motion in the hip, okay? So you start to move him from right to left and you go, my ER dropped off. So you said, what did you have, 50? You said you had 50? Yeah. You to start? Okay. It, it, drops, it drops to 40, but then you capture 15 degrees of hip IR. That's good. You're going in the right direction. You understand? Mm -hmm. that, means, that means he's starting to move his center of gravity from right to left and you're getting more legitimate hip ER back. So it's more relative motion ER, less compensatory. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
that's what you got to do. Like literally, like he's in no man's land on the left side right now because he's got to cheat to get to the left side, right? His left side is a spine twist. Um, you know, he's got, he's got a twist in his knee. So your representation at the knee that you described is probably pretty solid, right? But if you just focus, focused on the knee, maybe you get like a temporary change, you get a little bit of relief. He goes, it still hurts, but it's not quite as bad kind of a thing. You know those people? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and it's like, it's not their fault. It's like, but they're, they're giving you a really good piece of information. It's like, oh, okay. There's something else that I got to do first. It's like, maybe you make an impact locally. Great. Sometimes you got to do that to get the symptoms to calm down just to make people feel good. Right. But you got to go right side, bring it back from right to left. Then you can start to worry about like the orientation of the knee and the hip and all that stuff on the left side. Good morning. I have neuro coffee in hand and it is perfect. Uh, so would, would a narrow stent, because he's narrow, would a narrow stent um, high to low cable pull work in that case? Uh, right foot back. Like a chopping activity? Yeah. Right Maybe. foot back, left foot forward. Right foot back, left foot forward. Is that what you said? Yeah. How much, how much IR you got in the right hip, boss? Five. You're going to put that foot, you're going to put that foot back there behind him where he needs a ton of IR to capture? Just to just to put him in that position, he needs a fair amount of internal rotation first. Okay, I won't disagree with chopping activities, but you might want to reconsider the the foot position. Having said that, number one, run the experiment, see what happens. Okay, if you put the left right foot back first, and you don't get what you want out of it, it doesn't mean that the chopping activity is a bad idea. It just might be the position that you started. Like maybe right. you're asking too much of him to start. You get it? Mm. So, so far I did with him approximations, hip approximations on both. On both um, sides? Yep. So okay. I, got with him, I got with him like 20-ish degree IR on both. Back. What happened to your uh, ER? ER remained the same. Okay. Yeah. ER okay. remained the same. And but straight leg raise go to 50, go up to 50 degrees. So it's better. Yep. Awesome. And the hydrostatic manual technique from the one that you, the video you have on the YouTube. So it also helps plenty. Um, hydrostatic, hydro, hydrodynamic uh, knee mobilization. When oh, you're trying okay. to get feedback. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Also. So it works really well for him. Uh, we're getting the heel to butt pretty much without pain. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So that I want to eliminate it pretty much either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for this. It was really helpful. Yeah. But, but like you're on the right track. Like you're doing good stuff. You're doing mm. good stuff. You're, so, you're, recapturing, you're recapturing IRs. And then, so can I ask you a question? So you did an intervention and you got a bunch of hip IR back and your ER measure was exactly the same in degrees, 
Do you think it's the same measure that you took prior to the inter intervention? Uh, in terms of its um, dirtiness? As, in terms of like where that movement is arising from. Uh, uh, more, from the, more from the hip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people say, well, the, the, the measure didn't change. Yes, it did. And so, the, reason, the reason you know it changed is because you've got more relative motion available. So that 50 is coming from somewhere else than it did the first time. So in those instances, if um, I'm measuring the hip ER prior to intervention and the hip just goes, um, the, the knee doesn't want to push outwards to go into ER. There is no resistance towards my hand. So in that case, I would assume that it comes from the spine mainly, like, or all of it comes from the spine. If, when I do if, you're, if you're making the appropriate comparison to the other side and you're considering archetype, etc., that's how you that's how you resolve that as mm -hmm. to whether it's coming from the spine or not. Again, it's just a matter of understanding. It's like, what was the starting, what were the starting conditions? What were the starting conditions? Right? Archetype. How did this guy get here? What are the available options that will produce the outcomes? So, David, I think you're on point. I think you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. Progress, obviously, but, but principle-wise, keep doing what you're doing. It's pretty Thank awesome. You. Pretty awesome, actually. You're doing great. You get it. Like, you get it, right? Yeah. Trust your judgment, will you? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. It's like you're doing you're doing great. Um can I real quick bring up another point? Uh, like it's uh, the same uh, show of hands. Uh, is it okay if David keeps okay, cool. <laughs> so uh it's not up to me, dude. It's up to the group. It's like you know, it's like if they if they want to shut you down, you ain't talking, right? Okay. Uh so this uh these cases with the female client that we've been talking over the past few calls about, okay. and she Everything was going great, and she got the pain on her left knee now. She gets the pain on her what? Sorry. Uh, left knee again. It's an it's an it's a knee conversation again. Is this the outlet lady? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Things getting interesting here. So um, she's got again anterior knee pain, but her uh, knee presentation is more of like it's collapsing inwards, whereas the guy didn't have that happening. So. Um, as per yesterday, to keep it short, uh, we did with her right side lying, left leg leading split squat activity at 90, 90 degrees with sacrum turning into mid propulsion. So okay. I'm IR. I understand. Yeah. yeah, so having a yoga block under her left knee to push to, to open the outlet a bit further. So you're, 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 you got more IR on the lead leg. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And uh, as well as capturing the medial foot contacts on the wall, so, so she's in the sideline position. So uh -huh. the knee will follow. So the knee will follow that. And we saw pretty good success, instant reduction in symptoms. So the my KPI is her putting two steppers, and she's like because when she's overcoming, yeah, when she's climbing up the stairs, that's when she's getting the pain. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I, so okay. All right. Are you capturing the IR position first? Of the hip? Yes, sir. So, like, so pelvis shape, hip position, et cetera. Foot, 
the whole thing, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Do you have the do you have the knee, uh, the tibial IR to go with it? Uh, well, I believe I'm promoting that. Okay. By... We're 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 talking theoretical right now. Okay, so we're good. Okay, so you got a foot position, you got a knee position, you got a hip position, you got a pelvis shape, right? Okay, if you capture those positions in the anti-gravity position, mm -hmm. okay, so reduced gravity, she's golden, okay? You bring her upright and you say, I want you to produce the same thing against gravity, right? And then increase the force output. what's the solution is it is it more of the same or is it i need to move you to something where i can teach her to do what to manage the gravity more in that position the same position how do you do that so would i put her in the same exact position just in an upright position and what do we call that split stance activity uh, or or, so what if I, what if she does a split stance and it turns into a total poop show? Staggered. I would put her on staggered. Okay. Well, hang on a second. Where do you want her? Do I want a staggered stance or do I want that, that magical right angle representation where she has to produce the highest force? Yeah, the magical thing. Okay. <laughs> what do we call that? Uh, what what position did you have her laying on her side? Like uh, it's a split stance activity. Okay. What if lunge. I tip her up? What if I tip her up right? Huh? It's, in my head, it's like lunging position, right, left foot forward lunging position. Okay, you're and gonna make her like you're gonna make her like hold that down position where, and, and you're gonna say, I just want you to hold this statically while you shake, and you know she can't hold the position because force is too high, right? Huh. How do I transition her from laying on her side to not having to go up and down in a split squat yet, but I want to train that IR representation in a, in, in a little bit more gravity, but say a reduced representation. How can I do this? I, I get this feeling Miguel knows. I saw his expression change a little bit. Say it, say it out loud. You got it. Half kneeling. Okay. So I put her in the IR representation and now I can do a whole bunch of stuff there. So I could chop her and I can take some of her body mass away with the chop in that position. So I take her from a, a very reduced gravity situation. I put her upright against gravity and I still take some of her body weight away. Okay. Then I could progressively load her in that position. I could do like a half kneeling kettlebell press or I could do a cable lift. Or you see what I'm getting at? It's like, then we can start to load her in that position. She, now she, she gains force production in that position. It's like she taught you a lot when you, when you recaptured position and, and reduced the symptoms when you put her in that IR representation. Brilliant move. Now you just got to transition her against gravity. You see it? So half kneeling left foot forward? Yeah. That's what you had her in on the side, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I just, in, in my head, like, instead of a half kneeling, I use the lunge position. I'm sorry for that. 
No, so, but, but I wanted I wanted to distinguish between something that or, was really active in that position and something that was a little bit more supported in that position. Because again, it's like people have a lot of trouble translating this against gravity. Yeah. Maybe you could go right into the split squat. Maybe you could go right into a lunge. I don't know. Point being is, is like, like if, if you make a big leap like that for some people, that's like max effort strength training for some people. Especially for her. Right. And so give her a gradual stepwise process to get there. So I put her in the harder position, but I unloaded a little bit chop. I put her in that position and I add a little bit of resistance, lift, um, press, right? You see it? So you're building, you're building force production in that IR representation. So she can push that outlet up against mm -hmm. downward resistance. Right, because if I put her up in a stagger, is that the same position that you had her in? No. Nah. Okay. There's some IR there. Doesn't make it a useless position. It just means like, where do you want? Where is she having trouble? It's like you you expressed it perfectly well. You say, you know, when I put her in this overcoming position for the step up, she gets she still gets pain. That's where she's having trouble producing the force. Put her there, mm -hmm. and then unload it, and then teach her how to produce force there. You see it? Awesome. You're doing so great. That, that was the her inability to produce proximal to distal IR. It's it's going both ways. It's going both ways. But she's got to capture. She's got to capture the position against gravity. Hold it against resistance, and then she will be able to push. Then she will produce the proximal or distal. You see it? Awesome. Yeah.